0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. This week, we are talking about the best stuff I can find about gaming news. But first, I am Manny G once again, and with me as always is the party animal, TX Man. What's up, buddy?
1: Bro, we are getting a little bit of a late start. Uh, (laughs) Just a little bit. As a result (laughs) of some shenanigans happening in my house, unfortunately... For me, there was no alcohol involved. Mm, um, not even rum cake, dude. Not even rum cake, dude. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, thank you for your patience, Manny.
0: Uh, oh, no problem, dude. This show gets released at midnight on Monday, and we're almost there.
1: So that's yes, cool. we are just about there. You're gonna have no time to edit. So, oh, and my setup is moved. We were talking about this. So, yeah. hopefully, the audio quality is not too too messed up. I'm well, in a different I'll room just, today, uh, so I'll pre- apologize. For audio issues, just in case. For not listening to it.
0: There we like go. You were now we're good to go. <laughs> yes, All is for- forgiven, Andy.
1: <laughs> Dude, we have a lot of good stuff to talk about today, huh? Yeah,
0: we do. We do. But before we do that,
1: buddy, mm-hmm. what
0: kind of gaming adventures have you been up to this week?
1: Anything? Uh, yeah, no. Yes. Uh, I, I did manage to get into um some Destiny um, not toward, not until the end of the week though, because mm. I was uh, in Louisiana for, um, the whole like, I didn't get back till uh, Thursday night, oh, uh, late. So and then I had to go to work on Friday, so I really didn't get in gaming in until like maybe Friday afternoon on the Xbox, and it was just like little things, nothing too crazy. But yeah, I did manage to do a raid, yeah, today, yesterday, yesterday, um. And then today, uh, we've just been dealing with this party mostly. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've had one good day of gaming and that was on Destiny. But, uh, you know what dude? I think I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for other stuff
0: to enter my life.
1: I am. Yeah. Maybe Monster Hunter. There's a new monster over there. Oh, I thought you were going to say Warcraft. Dang, dude. Let's do that too, man. Hey, you know what? I'm game. You've put in so much work over there. But you keep telling me like, no, not yet. Just wait. I have to wait for the perfect time to spring this trap on you.
0: Yeah. Our good buddy, Matt, started playing Warcrafts. And he's like, for better or for worse, this is exactly what I remember.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, dude, you got to
0: wait for the new stuff.
1: There are so many, like, you know, just, uh, uh, like, um, what do you call them? They're like good statements, like the game is fun, but bad yeah. statements, like, oh my God, there yeah. goes more of my life. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just waiting for, uh, for, you know, the new expansion is going to be great. Cause it's always Mm -hmm. a new, uh, like the beginning of an expansion is always so much fun for me because everything's new. I just want to do all the quests. All the stories are new and it's fun. And then you get in on the new systems and -hmm. at the beginning, it's pretty cool because there's like benchmarks you can hit and do and experience new stuff with your friends. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, usually like after a while when you're like tired of all the systems now, then it's like, yes, I want to take a break. Right. But. But right. you gotta, you know, the the release comes before that. Thankfully, so I'm I'm excited, yeah.
1: man. Nice, dude. Nice, but well, dude, let's, so am I, uh, dude.
0: Let, we should, we got to do this show, man. Are you ready? Let's do it. You yes. ready for some gaming uh, news adventures? Well, the first story is about Metacritic.
1: Metacritic, oh,
0: no. they're doing something to stop you from putting up your uh, day one release uh, reviews. Mm-hmm. Which is, which is pretty interesting. So this story is from The Verge. Metacritic stops letting you review games on the day they're released and not mm. just that day up to a 36 hour wait. So from The mm. Verge, Metacritic wants people to actually play the game before reviewing it. So the mm. site now requires users to wait 36 hours from when a new game is released before a score. That is really, really interesting because the whole intention is to prevent review bombing. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've seen a lot of review bombs going down. Uh, The Last of Us Two recently got bombed Mm -hmm. super bad. So
1: what
0: they're, what they're doing basically is you go on to, uh, review on Metacritic and you, it basically says right on the site, please, uh, spend time playing the game. So (laughs)
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, dude, this is, this is really interesting. I was, you know, because I had thought, do we just think of Metacritic as a joke site now? Like, because there's no way to trust it. And, you know, so, so the very first voice that you get to hear now are the, uh, I guess the professional reviews, the gaming outlets, stuff like that.
1: And and we know how flawed that system can be, right? And how many, how many, uh, reviews have you seen that are either copy pasted, i.e. the, uh, IGN IG- fiasco <laughs> of what, like, yeah. was it a year ago maybe? Um,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: It, it, or, you know, folks that, um, that haven't really spent a lot of time playing the game or, or, you know, are, are, may- are using video games uh as a political tool right as anything sure. as anything these days yeah. it seems um i don't know dude like i can see both sides to this though right like yeah. for, as far as review uh you know putting high, because look the the, the uh, from my perspective i would think that the reviewer gets an early copy right so that when the game hits and reviews are coming out or maybe coming out a little before the game hits mm mm-hmm. Um, those reviewers have had their copy for a while, and so the hope is that they've actually spent time playing the game, right? Yes. Um, versus us, the user, right? Um, you know, if we have access to reviewing, and we've seen not maybe not so much new games, or you know, like uh, The Last of Us was your example, but dude, uh, we've seen old games get review bombed because of newer versions of that game, right? What, what sequel was it that got like? previous game that was a good game got review bombed was it borderlands 2 maybe mm. yeah <laughs> when I mean, borderlands they're, they're 3 really came out there really has been a lot of them hasn't there just a lot of them dude yeah. So it's, it's like i can see them trying to control that to a degree but i mean we've we've had discussions in my opinion like well i'll speak for myself like when, when i see a game and i'm interested in that game Either like Ghost of Tsushima, I could have, I could not have anticipated, you know, we're, and we're going to talk about that, but I couldn't mm-hmm. have anticipated what's been happening with that game. But even then I'm like, you know what? I, I don't want to hear anything because I've decided that this game is something that I want to get into. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and if I do listen or if I do seek a review, I'm going to be very selective about who I trust sure. when, when searching that out. Yeah. You know, the problem is not everybody does that diligence, right?
0: Yeah. And I I think with this game, Ghost of Tsushima, if you want to play it and you don't want anything spoiled, all you got to know is, does the game work? (laughs) Is it like, is there any game breaking bugs? No, is it good to go? And then just go for it, you
1: know? Boom. Go play. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. And I mean, you know, like we talked about, you just, you again, you mentioned Last of Us too. And Mm -hmm. that had, I I think generally speaking, we try to keep away from sort of political hot topics and and it seemed like last of us uh to uh aside from the leak right there was a lot of that happening with the game but sure, um yeah but dude I, I i'm willing to give that game a bit the benefit of the doubt because the first game was so good yeah and and for me the way i see it is like i owe it to myself to see where the rest of the story goes now I can say, "Hey, man, I really don't like the direction that they took this story, right?" Mm-hmm. But does that necessarily make it a bad game, right? Or, or, or um, are are the mechanics and the gameplay what they were the first time around, and then they just really yeah. botched the story, right? We've seen that in movies in yeah. other media, right? They do. Well, that look sometimes at look some-
0: at uh, look at Star Wars, man. <laughs> Like George Lucas did, but it's still Star Wars. I mean, of course, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, a large group of people. that are like, no, Star Wars only has three movies. So, (laughs) but so it's like, okay, this is The Last of Us. This is what happens next, right? You know, and it's funny,
1: it's funny. A little rabbit trail on mm-hmm. that Star Wars thing, but that that opinion is also generational, right? Because like you yes, ask my fifteen exactly. year old, he loves the prequels, bro. Mm-hmm. There's, you know what I mean? Like to him, yeah. um, the uh, the uh, Attack of the Clones is like, yeah. oh my god, it's such a great movie. It's one See? of the best, you know. But he He's also loves the president. originals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it Attack of the Clones? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It was the one where Vader. Uh, what's his name? Anakin turns. Yeah. Dark.
0: Yeah, that yeah, one. when when uh when uh when he does
1: not have the high ground. That's melts, melts that's in, exactly right. Melts in fire. We all know happen we all know what happens when you He's, don't have the high ground. Spoilers. Man, you fall into he the lava. Does not pan.
0: have the high ground, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but, god. Anyway, so yeah. yeah. But we'll see.
0: I I think this is positive for metacritic because they had to do yeah. something uh otherwise they were just going to be a meme. And yeah. so, and yeah. they would, you know, they're I think they were on the verge of losing all credibility for stuff like that because, yes, because what is the point of their site? You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know this, yeah. hopefully this works out uh, good for them, but you know, people, they will, they will wait three days and then review, yes. review bomb late. But we've I heard know, like right? several times that of uh, reviews don't actually affect game sales. So whatever, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, th- right, next right. up, Andy, something mm. cool has happened. Ghost Ooh. of Tsushima has been yes. released. And speaking As. of Metacritic, it is, it is doing really well. Uh, mm-hmm. CG magazine gave it a 95. Ghost of Tsushima mm. is an excellent homage to classic samurai films and a darn good game to boot. Mm-hmm. It is a true master class and presentation and has fun. Uh, engaging gameplay throughout. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just a user review from a guy mm-hmm. named Senny. Wow. Mm-hmm. Gives it a 10. Good graphics, interesting story, great battle system. I am happy to be able to play this game. Andy, that, with that, that kind of review, buddy. That's
1: all I need. That's all I, I need. need. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, man. Senny. Yeah. You don't need uh, any
0: spoilers or anything. No. You just, hey, just, boom.
1: I'm writing him down on under my trusted reviewer <laughs> list. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that is that is beautiful. And in, in yes. case you are unaware of what Ghost of Tsushima is, it is a single player open world samurai game.
1: Oh man, and just speaking it, my language, bro. It's
0: it's beautiful. There are tons of let's plays out there. People are mm. talking about the deeper systems and how to do this and how to do that. It looks great and it looks like people are having a great time. And mm-hmm. just some some quick background from PlayStation.com. It says in the late thirteenth century, the Mon- the Mongol Mongol Empire has laid waste. To entire nations along their campaign to conquer the East. Hmm. Tsushima Island is all that stands between mainland Japan and a massive Mongol invasion uh, fleet led by the ruthless, cunning general Khatun Khan. Is that a, a historical figure, Andy?
1: Because I don't know.
0: I think it might be, dude. Kutun well, that'd be Khan. super cool. Yeah. yeah. As the island burns in the wake of the first wave of the, of the Mongol assault, samurai warrior Jin Sakai stands as one of the surviving members of his clan. He is resolved to do whatever it takes at any cost to protect his people and reclaim his home. He must set aside the traditions that have shaped him as a warrior to forge a new path, a path the path of the ghost and wage an unconventional war for the freedom of Tsushima. Dude, that sounds like a great uh, story to start.
1: Oh, bro. Yeah, dude. It, it looks incredible. Um, You know, what I've seen looks amazing. What you can do, making it a, uh, you know, like a cinematic experience. You can turn it black and white. Like, it just, mm-hmm. it looks so, like, gorgeous, dude. I, yeah. I, I think, like... That overwhelming, overwhelm, overwhelmingly has Mm -hmm. been the reception to it. And I also saw something that, um, is it Famatsu? Is that the Japanese gaming site? Mm, I don't know. Sure, we might have to Google it. Point is, I saw something that Mm -hmm. one of the bigger Japanese gaming sites gave this game like, uh, one of three games that it's given like a ten score to. Yeah. Um. And so like even, cause I know it was, um, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember the developer. It's on the tip of my tongue. It starts with an S. Sucker punch. Sucker punch. Thank you. Yeah. Sucker punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as a Western developer. Yeah. And I mean, of course this is an Eastern game and it seems like they, that it's pretty well received over there, man, in terms yeah. of uh, the depiction of that sort of era. Of course, you know, I think, um, you go. You have to ex, ex, expect there to be some sensationalization, sure. uh, yeah, of, of what it might have happened. But still, it, that's such a win for them. I think, you know. And I really can't yeah. wait to be able to play this game, dude.
0: Yeah, it looks really cool. And um mm. dude, it can't come to PC fast enough, dude. Oh my god, Do I know, that dude. Epic Game
1: Store. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, and I hope. I hope.
0: Yeah, one, I mean, I think it will, man. I think one day it will, and like, um, uh, um, oh my goodness, my my brain is blanking. But the game that just came out to PC, uh, it's yeah, not Horizon. on the notes or anything, but well, that is coming. That is on its way. Oh, but uh, for Kojima, um, Hideo Kojima's latest game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Death Stranding. Um, wow. I couldn't remember that for some reason. But I mean, that game is, is, you know, it was out on PlayStation, but then after a while it came to PC and mm-hmm. it looks like it's, uh, really well received on PC I as hope well. So, man. I really so, do. I yeah. Hope so. I, I think this might be a trend for the future because, you know, Sony, I think after a while, you, you know, because Phil Spencer has been beating that drum for a while that like, you know, we, we, we shouldn't be pitting uh, console against console we should be mm-hmm. helping to push each other's products now uh, because there is so much more room to grow as a as the gaming industry um, mm-hmm. so so i think sony th- they see that too especially what we're going to talk about later with xcloud and how they're yeah. reaching places that sony cannot touch at the moment uh, right. so i think this whole idea of kind of putting aside those lines and releasing these exclusives on pc i think that's a really good move forward and doesn't mm. really do anything to to kind of um take away from from the exclusive nature of of these games because you know an exclusive game it has a a, a has a reason it it's yeah. to, to push console sales for that specific platform, but I think right. later on releasing it on PC doesn't really hurt that original, especially point. on PC. Yes,
1: yeah. yeah, oh, for sure, dude. I so I, I hope so, man. I, I really would love for us not to wait, you know, mm-hmm. three or four years to get this game on PC, man. It would be so awesome to be able to play it soon. Yeah.
0: So uh, next up, Andy. Speaking of video yes. games. Great segue. Uh, Bungie, gosh, Bungie Mm -hmm. delays the next expansion until November
1: 10th. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, given the, given their current reality, right. Of having to work from home, basically Mm -hmm. it's not really a surprise. I mean, how many, uh, delays have we seen already as a result of this, uh, pandemic but uh but man and and it doesn't really like it doesn't bother me that it's pushed back the only concern we were talking about this right before we started recording the only concern for me is how many games are coming out (laughs) like within a week or two of each other you know like good ones too so man yeah that's that's really the only thing that that kind of you know makes me bristle, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because we were talking about this earlier that cyberpunk comes out nine days after this.
1: So cyberpunk uh, Valhalla, right. I was talking to Nick and I think Valhalla comes out around the same time. Uh, then the, 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 your master plan of getting us all to play Warcraft, Uh the world (laughs) of
0: Warcraft expansions coming out. We don't know the release date yet, but it's gotta be somewhere
1: around there. Yeah, dude. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's, Hacked, dude, and they're not mm-hmm. like small games either, you know. So, yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. I I I don't know. Now, another thing I heard, uh, I I forget who I was watching. I want to give credit to. Oh, uh, maybe it was a Fire Team chat, guys. I was listening to them, mm-hmm. and they were mentioning how um the bulk of the work they're doing is through a build that they have where everybody's using um stadia mm, to yeah. to be able to to like accomplish a lot of this work so I, I you know they were able to put out their seasonal stuff without an issue it seemed like this was you know making good progress and uh, up until this you know delay mm-hmm. so um i don't know man there might be something there right like uh um, yeah. using Emerging technology. I know we, we, you know, we, we give uh, Google a hard time about their Stadia product, but it seems like developers at least are, are finding some use <laughs> with. Yeah. Yeah. And we
0: know that a that. lot of companies have been doing similar stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. I believe even xCloud is being utilized. Um, maybe not X cloud proper, but that same technology is being utilized by game studios to help with development from home. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the world's changing and it probably takes a it good is. long time to really get settled into a good workflow, especially if you're used to, uh, you know, just peeking around your cubicle and being like, hey, what do you think about this? You know, now you have to Bro. do it over a video call
1: or whatever. And, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, dude. So, yeah. I mean, like I said, dude, uh, the delay itself, mm-hmm. I mean, I think – good. I mean, great if they can – you know, make the game right, then yeah. yeah, I'd I'd love to see them push it back as, as long as they need to. Really, for me, if they pushed it back to <laughs> the beginning of the year, I'd be fine with it. That way I could play, you know, wow with you and, and all the other stuff that we had yeah. on on tap, right? But uh but that particular window is mm-hmm. really, really busy. So um I it don't know, really dude. Is.
0: Yeah. We'll
1: see. Hopefully hopefully uh you know that hopefully it's not a a, uh, an obstacle for them. Right? Mm-hmm. We'll see.
0: Yeah, and and you have to think that this might also just in turn push back the witch queen for 2021, and then their mm-hmm. uh, light fall in 2022. Their mm-hmm. whole entire calendar might be pushed back from this because you know you can't do these other things until this is finished. So right. I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's it's not affecting every studio the same way, but it seems like with Bungie in particular, it is it is causing uh this at least this kind of setback. So
1: hmm. yeah, and it's not a small one either. So no, no. We'll Only see, man. Time we'll will see. Tell.
0: Yeah. So next up, Andy, let's talk about a whole bunch of Xbox stuff, dude. Oh, bro, do you want to do of that? This is good, dude. Yes. There is there's some really really cool information coming out, and of course the twenty third. In a few yeah. days, uh they're right. gonna have their their big uh um I guess presentation. It's gonna be over an hour long and they've already told us don't expect anything apart from games. It is one hundred percent about games. So don't look for price, so don't gonna- look for the next con the
1: second console or whatever. No What's green that? screens or anything like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe. Maybe we'll see some <laughs> talking heads and stuff,
1: but it's a refrigerator. It's
0: a refriger- so yeah, the Xbox exactly. Refrigerator Xbox <laughs> refrigerator. But, but they wanted to set expectations that it's just about games. So they're releasing nice. these articles now, uh, mm. uh, this, this last week to kind of give us some information that we may have heard from, from like, uh, from like a talk or something. But since they want to focus on games for their uh, video presentation, they're dropping these articles on us. So mm. the, the first one here is I, I honestly didn't want to go through all the details here because it gets super technical, but they released. Wow a article about their um, velocity architecture for the series x and it it gets pretty deep about the, the ins and outs but uh, just a quick little uh paragraph about that from uh, mspoweruser.com earlier this week microsoft explained these four components in detail and he, and he talks about the different things about the the nvme and the raw iu uh IO throughput and stuff and about uh sampler feedback streaming and how it's how it's a key component that allows the Xbox Series X to to better effectively provide higher throughput uh than the PlayStation 5 even even mm-hmm. though the PlayStation 5's raw output uh is is stated to be higher Mm -hmm. So there's – without getting into all the details, because i I tell you what, dude, just reading the articles kind of bogged my mind down quite a bit. And I thought, you know Mm -hmm. what? I shouldn't even try to explain this because there are some Mm -hmm. details here that I'm not exactly convinced of. Mm -hmm. So – Overall, uh, the, the, I think the, the main takeaway here is the whole velocity architecture for the Series X. Uh, just going to the Series X, we know that not only is this fantastic hardware, it's not as though they just did, you know, a, a, a custom PC and they're just releasing that. The entire system from start to finish is completely custom and thoroughly thought out to where, you know, they, they know the type of hard drives they're using, but mm. everything is, is designed in such a way to, to give out maximum performance as a gaming uh, console. So mm. it's really cool stuff. And if you're interested in it, go check out their article. Just, it's just on, you can go to news.xbox.com and you'll see it there. But it's it's some really interesting stuff and the takeaways is that they're they're able to achieve some things that are that are far beyond what you would get just by you know building your own PC.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And and the the advantages, at least from this, that PlayStation was showing, uh may end up being not much advantages for PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Uh but you know i i just keep coming back to this even if on paper series x is just a better machine i think when you're playing the games like that's going to be the 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 real benchmark like it it's going to just come down to you just sitting in front of your your monitor and playing these games and that's going to be the ultimate test of how great these machines are
1: Mm -hmm. so yeah well dude we'll see man We'll yeah, see. That that's um,
0: for sure. That that's a definite we'll see because yeah, and yeah, un- until you have those those YouTubers, YouTubers that are playing the same game that have a PlayStation 5 and a Series X, you know, comparing load times, comparing graphics and all that stuff yeah. side by side, yeah. this is just gobbledygook, to
1: be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I mean, <clears throat> these machines are so incredible. Like looking at some of the numbers on here, it's like, mm-hmm. dude, that's insane. Like I see eight point three three seconds uh, for for load uh, time on on a Series X, and it sounds like that's crazy fast. And then you see three point six three, and you're like, whoa, yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, like it's still way faster than what we're doing right now regardless of oh, what yeah. you use right so yeah. it's like you said uh it's like you said um you know like what 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 is what is it going to look like what is it going to feel like when yeah. you're actually playing the game
0: yeah and I, and i think that's that's the main thing you know and because a, a, a big part mm-hmm. of me has been like i'm just going to ignore all these articles i don't care at all I just want to see like, it's just mm-hmm. time to show me the games yeah. and you know, we'll just wait for release. But some of these, some of these details are pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, but, but moving on, Andy, their latest article, Um, they reveal some more details that I thought were pretty important on their uh, news.xbox.com in their latest article. It was called uh, uh, uh first you or oh, wait, what is it called? Let's see. I didn't even actually write the article down. Uh, You are the future. You are the future of gaming. And they talked about all kinds of stuff and about the inclusive nature of Xbox and how they're working to make it a platform where everybody feels comfortable. And So there was all kinds of stuff in the Mm. article, but I just took a couple points, two points, actually. Mm. Um, One of them was about the backwards compatibility. Mm. Uh, The article says you'll be able to play four generations of games on Xbox Series X on day one. That's insane. That makes it the largest launch lineup for any new console ever with thousands of games to play. Our backwards yeah. compatibility engineers have spent years devising uh, innovative ways uh, for modern next-gen technology to make the game libraries you've built today even better at no additional mm. cost and with no work from developers, which is amazing. Um, crazy. It's crazy. The, ma- intent- the
1: machine does all the work. Yes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. Which with uh, it's it's pretty mind blowing. Uh, it's yeah. our intent for all Xbox One games that do not require Connect to play on the Xbox Series X at launch uh, at the launch of the console. Um, and because of the unprecedented power of the Xbox Series X, most of your favorite games will load faster and look and perform many times better on the new console.
1: That's crazy, dude. That's that's so cool, dude. I think that alone, I mean, mm. makes uh, this console so appealing, right? Yeah. Because you know, as we've seen and as we've uh, heard, right, that you know, Sony perhaps can't really deliver that level of 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 a game library.
0: Yes. Um, no, they it's definitely just incredible.
1: Can. Yeah, it's incredible.
0: Yeah. So I think this is a huge, huge win for Xbox and anyone who owns an Xbox and wants to buy a series X because like they don't even have to buy any launch titles, you know, and, and have a benefit, uh, because all their, all their old games they can play and they're possibly going to play better, look better, play better, load faster. Mm -hmm. Dude, how about not spending
1: like two minutes in orbit? That'd be cool, right? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Manny.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, and then the the second thing here is uh, your Xbox One gaming accessories come into the future with you too. Uh, and it says the Xbox Elite Controller and Xbox adapt- Adaptive Controller all work on Xbox Series X, so you don't have to purchase new controllers. We believe mm. that your investments in gaming sh- should move with you in the next into the next generation.
1: That's, that's pretty cool again, too. Again, yeah, super, super cool to have to be able to, you know, take, um, you know, especially well for me, you know, the elite, but it, the adaptive controller, right? Like that's such yes. a cool tool that they have available for folks, uh, you know, who who perhaps have a special need. Or yes. are just innovative in the way that they, they rig their gaming system, right? We, mm. we talked about it. We talked all about all the cool things that you might be able to do with an adaptive controller, you know? Yes. Um, and to be able to bring that with you because neither one of those are cheap, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do like that when the next generation comes, there are new peripherals, you know, new controller there, you know, there's always improvements that you can see but that mm-hmm. costs money. So it's like it does. You know, you yeah. can you can save a bit of money if you already own some of the stuff. So that's yeah. that's that's really positive too. I I appreciate Sony's stance how they are uh, their philosophy is to leave it all behind because <clears throat> of uh, the how advanced their new innovations are with their new systems and stuff everything from from your controller to you know, it, it's the, and, and having the new gen games not work with the old boxes, uh, which is something Xbox doesn't believe in. So, so mm. it's, it's interesting seeing this contrast, but you know, we really have a clear picture here of the benefits of the inclusive nature that Xbox is, is trying to, uh, to abide by here with their new console. So mm. I think it's great, man. Really, really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, But next next up, Andy, and this was a part of of that same article, but Mm -hmm. xCloud is coming this September, and it is included in Game Pass Ultimate.
1: I feel like we predicted this.
0: I think so, man. I think this (laughs) was what everybody was hoping for. I doubted it, Mm -hmm. to be honest, dude, because I thought, dude, we're just asking for too much. Yeah. But I guess not,
1: dude. Hey, listen. Uh Microsoft giveth. Yeah. And they're yet to take it away. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> they give it uh, and they
0: just keep giving, dude. Yeah.
1: yeah but
0: yeah, uh yeah, do you dude. want to uh go through this article for us, man?
1: Oh uh, yeah. From Xbox uh we have uh let's see, you will get more from your Xbox Game Pass Ultimate membership. Uh from Xbox. Uh finally Today, we're announcing that this September is supported uh, in supported countries. We're bringing Xbox Game Pass and Project xCloud together at no additional cost for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members. That dollar uh, upgrade sounds really good now, doesn't it? Yes, it does. With cloud gaming and Game Pass Ultimate, you will be able to play over 100 Xbox games, Game Pass titles on your phone or tablet. And because Xbox Live connects across devices, you can play along with the nearly 100 million Xbox Live players around the world. So, when Halo Infinite launches, you and your friends can play together and immerse yourselves in the Halo universe as Master Chief anywhere you go and across devices. Mm. Mm. cloud gaming in xbox game pass ultimate means your games are no longer locked to the living room you can connect more than ever with friends and family through gaming and just like you do with your movie and music streaming services when cloud gaming launches into xbox game pass ultimate you can continue your game wherever you left off on any of your devices that is impressive when you add it all up xbox series x is the only next gen Uh, console that lets you play new blockbuster games at the highest console fidelity. Enjoy the latest blockbuster games the day they launch for one monthly price. Play four generations of your game games at higher fidelity, fidelity than ever before and play with friends wherever you want across your TV, PC, and mobile device. And with Xbox All Access, you can jump into the next generation for one low monthly payment and no upfront costs. Wow. Manny, the words are <clears throat> irritating my throat. It sounds so good, man. It's like, this can't be right. My vocal cords are struggling.
0: Uh-huh.
1: They're like, it's too good. All of this is too good. Yeah,
0: this is an incredible value. Like, like it's seriously. Cr- yeah. It, it's, we've always talked like highly of Xbox Game Pass because of mm-hmm. the value you get. And it's just yeah. getting better. Like mm-hmm. it's literally getting better and better and better. And like a year from now, Andy, it's going to be even better because all of these studios that they've, you know, invested in like
1: mm-hmm. a
0: year ago and, and, and beyond that. Yeah. All those games are going to be coming this next year. You know, they might mm-hmm. not be coming at launch at the end of 2020, but they're coming like all of them. So I think we're just going to be getting hit with these, uh, like over and over. And I think the value of this is just going to like continue to just get better and better. Mm -hmm. So just looking at this article, they said that they have nearly a million people who are on Xbox live are a hundred million rather a hundred. Yeah. Did we know that? I don't know if we knew
1: that before. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: That's a lot of people. There's, yes. uh, yeah. I, I guess Xbox is doing pretty well.
1: Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely. Bro. <laughs> because <laughs> that's Xbox a, that's Live a is gaming population. Is,
0: yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's a paid service, right? You got to pay for mm-hmm. Xbox Live. So that's yes. a lot of customers. So if anybody's mm-hmm. ever worried that Xbox is being beat by Sony so mm-hmm. badly, there's no need to worry because a hundred million people, uh, that's, that's a huge audience and that's only going to grow with it, with XCloud here being bundled mm-hmm. with. With with a Game Pass Ultimate,
1: for sure, for sure, man! It sounds like such a sweet deal. I can't, I can't wait to be able to to start actually using my Elite controller on my iPhone.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude, that's that's super cool. I'm gonna have to start packing my controller in my lunchbox (laughs) when I go to work. That's right,
1: that's right.
0: But but you know, and and it's just not games that are on 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 a Game Pass. They talked about before how uh, the one one function of of X Cloud is being able to stream games that are on your Xbox to your phone wherever you are. So whatever game you're playing, even if it's not a part of Game Pass, you'll still be able to use X Cloud to p- play it anywhere. So that's basically any game streaming from your yeah. Xbox to your phone.
1: Yeah, so dude, that's
0: an amazing value, dude. That's great. oh yeah, dude, definitely. Well. Good times, dude. Um, so it's, it's really cool. I like all these things that Xbox is doing. And these are some huge promises that, that were, were basically like, this is, this is like the reality of Xbox's plan that they've had for a long time. And it's all unfolding now. So the, the last most uh, important piece are the new games. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll see that on Thursday. So I think dude. Thursday is really make or break, dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah, dude. We'll see, man. You know, obviously, you know, we're anticipating some pretty, uh, uh, meaty reveals, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Yes. I feel like they have a lot of making up to do in that uh, department so uh we'll see we'll see what they deliver man i'm excited
0: yeah the the only thing that i think now is confirmed is campaign from uh, from halo infinite
1: mhm
0: so uh, other than that andy do you have any hopes or ideas of what else we're going to see
1: Man, I I know we've we've had discussion about this
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh when we've mentioned yeah what what's coming next from uh from Microsoft but uh dude honestly just those exclusives man yeah. uh, I want to see what what uh what's in store for us and and even if they don't have stuff to show us I know they're talking about actually showing us some stuff but I'd like to also hear like even the stuff they can't show us like yeah what are your plans man cuz dude <sighs> Yeah like I said, dude, with Sony, right? Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, Last of Us, right? Yeah. Like the list goes on and on, dude. And it's just, it seems like a bit of a, of a, of a missed opportunity mm-hmm. to not have that, those caliber of games available for, uh, for your system. Now we can talk about exclusives and how they maybe hurt. You know, or, or, or help, that's a discussion into, uh, unto itself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, dude, we're like, we, we gotta, that if, if Microsoft is, is, uh, trailing Sony in anything, it's certainly like, that's number one front and center, right? Yes. It's the exclusive. So we, yeah. we really got to see something from them.
0: Yeah, for sure. And even, I mean, I think that's, that's like the main thing, right? That's like, mm-hmm. That's totally it. It all comes down to the the games that could come out of out of uh, the Xbox uh, the game studios mm-hmm. that they own. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. that's where it all comes down to. And it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, it may be like this. You know, the Xbox Series X. It just may be the best place to play third party games mm-hmm. uh, as as far as you know the best gaming experience. But it's not going to beat a high end PC. So PC's always got that going, right? So it's like Mm. at at the end of the day, what do you really have that makes you stand out? Mm. And it, it, it's yet services are fantastic. Game pass ultimate with X cloud, amazing service. Mm. But what we really care about our games. So they better bring it on Thursday, dude. Make a break this Thursday. Uh, I want to see Fable. That's all I care about. You got to see Fable, dude.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, and you know, and we'll we'll have our full uh review uh in discussion mm-hmm. when uh, when our next episode drops, yeah. I'm sure, so. Yep. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Last story, Andy. Uh mm-hmm.
0: it's about uh, the price of video games. Mhm. Are they going up? What's going on, buddy?
1: It appears that they might be going up. Uh, oh, Not, you know, we, we, I, I got the bulk of this material from business insider, but it's mm-hmm. all over the place. I, I'm pretty sure. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Belly Lur I think was talking about it. There's, there's been a few discussions about, mm-hmm. um, uh, the standard price of video games, uh, maybe going up with the next gen consoles, but just, to, uh, to, uh, to kind of give us some some talking points here from the article, Business Insider. When this year's annual NBA 2K game launches, it'll cost the same $60 it has always cost for current generation Xbox One and PlayStation 4 consoles. But when the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X arrive this holiday season, the next-gen version of NBA 2K 21 will cost $70 an additional $10, Manny. Yeah. A, pre- a precedent shattering shift in the price model that the game industry has used for console games for for over 10 years, and apparently it's been, it's closer to 15 years. Um, yeah. $69.99 may be the new standard pricing for next-gen titles, NPD Group video game analyst Matt uh, Piscatella said of the announcement, if that indeed is the case, it would be the first change to video game pricing since Activision went with 59.99 for Call of Duty 2 15 years ago. Piscatella said a reference to the last major change in video game pricing standards. Manny. Hmm. Uh. That's crazy. Well, I know we've, I know we've talked about, uh, uh, I mean, this topic is is I think a much broader conversation, right? And I think it's a conversation that we have over and over again, yeah, uh, on this podcast, on every podcast that I think most of us listen to, right? Mm Because the the pricing structure it it seems has evolved, right? Where where in the past we we've we've paid a price for a game uh or a gaming experience and we've got we we receive the full experience. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case anymore, right? No. And I think I don't Very know. Much. Uh you articulate this a lot better than I do. Um well, but uh what what I would say Andy is
0: mm-hmm. currently the minimum price for a AAA game is fifty nine ninety nine. Yes. So that's that in and of itself pretty much isn't true. Because right, right. you you never pay just sixty bucks. I mean, I'm sure there are some people who will spend the absolute minimum. But right. there are there are always special editions. There are always these yes. these reasons for you to buy the bigger ones. And yes. it, it's not as though it it's never it's hardly ever a transaction to where you give us money, we give you a game, we're done. Talk to you next time. Right. Um Yes because there's always you know these services that they sell along with it. Mm-hmm. So games yes. don't cost $60. Games yeah. start at 60 and they go yes. up from there. And that's yes. today. That's not when this next gen starts. That's right yes. now. That's the way it's been for this last 15 years, right? This for a very yeah. long time. There's always mm-hmm. these ways um because if you look at if you look at 2K and if you look at Activision and you looked at all these EA and all these publishers; they are making insane, absurd, yeah. extreme yeah. amounts of money—like yes. dollar signs for days, yes. right? B's, so many decimals and points.
1: zeros and all the L's. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's 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 beyond imagining, yeah. right? You could never yes. imagine this amount of money. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's just like absurd amounts and that is because their games start at 59.99. So the mm-hmm. only thing that they're wanting to do now is take advantage of the next generation not because well you know what to do a next gen game it actually costs 10 bucks more to do a next gen game. Right. No it doesn't. Right. Um they just want to lower they just want to raise the floor basically. Yes. They just want to make That's that exactly. minimum yeah. amounts a little higher because, yes. you know, just, just it's, it's, it's silly. It's silly for them Mm-mm. to say, well, we haven't changed prices. We've only, you yes. know, everything has gone up. And for 10, 15 years, we've yeah. only made this small amount. We need to rate yeah. it a little bit because it's just more expensive now.
1: Dude. And, and the thing is yeah. that we haven't even mentioned microtransactions, right? Yeah. No. And it's so funny to me that NBA 2K games are the ones that have have started this conversation because they have like basic, they have literal slot machines in their game, don't they, if I'm not mistaken?
0: Yes, they do.
1: (laughs) They literally (laughs) do. So like, so $10, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and we've just read how, and I'm not saying, look, I am not suggesting that they wouldn't, you know. Give the NBA 2K, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, the, the next gen version of the NBA 2K games, the next gen polish, right? Themselves. Mm-hmm. But we just heard how Xbox at least will do the upgrading without developers even touching the game is like, oh no, you just throw it in this new box and voila, a brand like, you know, a much higher uh, quality of game comes out the other end, you know? It's like, so are we getting an upgraded version of the game or is it the same game Uh, that uh, that's just being, you know, rendered better by the new machine? Right? Well, they do say, I I don't know. They do
0: answer that question and they say that it is a a different build. Like, it's totally different.
1: Man. So... You know, I, I, fi- I find it hard to like, yeah, well, you know, what? show me like, yeah, what, yeah well, show me the guts of this game.
0: Yeah. I mean, the um, last thing that I'm going to do is to trust what lawyers that work for 2K have to say yeah. about, about uh, what they're doing S- here.
1: Like was it surprise, surprise mechanics?
0: <laughs> yeah. Th- I mean, this is all about selling us the idea. That yeah. the minimum price of video games needs to go up by 10 bucks because Microsoft and Sony are making new boxes. Like,
1: yeah, it's yeah.
0: ridiculous. Um, well, now, I mean, I'm well, Andy, th- I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Well, no, I, I, the, the only other thing I wanted to ask was how do you think this, cause my understanding was that. At least with some developers, right? Like, uh, CD Projekt Red, if I buy it on mm-hmm. the old, I get it on the new, I get the new version. Is that correct?
0: Yes. Yeah. If when, uh, they will be pushing a patch to make it more optimized for the Series <laughs> uh-huh. X, uh, it will work on the Series X, but that, that patch that they push, which makes it more optimized for, that's going to be free, totally free.
1: And so, if you move so what,
0: from if you buy the like current generation version now, yeah. Um it's just going to work on the Series X like whenever that patch goes live,
1: it just oh, I see. It just works. But it's not the next else. gen version that I get.
0: Well, it with smart delivery it is.
1: Okay. Well, okay, I, guess, I, I guess the question that I want to ask is how does this new pricing model affect that? Right, if I'm buying the well, for those version, games
0: then- it doesn't. For those games, and also for like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, smart yeah. delivery is not an increase in price. Okay. So, so what 2K is doing, they're doing something. They're doing a unique, um man, I want to say bad stuff. They're doing something, <laughs> a, a unique way of, yeah. uh, you know, it is it is a perversion of smart delivery. I got gotcha. you. It is not, and the same yeah. thing with EA as well. They're doing yeah. some kind of upgrade thing, yeah. uh, but it is not a smart delivery. So you yeah. can't look at these companies to do something in our
1: favor. They're, they're, Dude, they're so, it's,
0: it's all designed to make them the money. Right? They're
1: so not slimy, us. man. They're so slimy. Yeah. I mean, I look, I, I think, I guess, yeah, I have said it and I gave you the floor, Manny, because I mm-hmm. think if for our, our listeners that have heard us, you know, over our hundred plus episodes. I think like I go on rants on this and they know how I feel, right? Like, yeah. you know, with live service games now being sort of the, 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 the big thing, the microtransactions, the, the, you know, the DLCs, the, 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 you know, the different versions of the game, the gold yeah. edition, the, this edition, the, that edition, like we don't like, what is the price of a game today? We don't know. And, and, yeah. and it's just I don't know, dude. It's, it seems like this is an unnecessary... And I, again, my I'm a simple person, right? I am willing to accept that I might be way off base on this, but it just feels like an unnecessary increase in price given how much money they're making on, especially like the microtransactions. You said, yes. right? How, how much money is uh 2K Studios making on their slot machines. I mean, it's all they are, you know? Yeah. It's it's so, crazy, dude. So. I
0: mean, I, I really do think that, um, like the answer to that question is a publisher by publisher basis type thing, because yeah. there are several, um, game studios that are putting out games and the, the minimum price is the only price. Mm-hmm. Their costs, you know, obviously, yes, with inflation and everything and, and the amount of work that people do to bring their games to us, prices do go up for them, costs increase, sure. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's sure, I, I'm definitely open to the possibility that a $70 price point is just the right thing to do for some game studios out there. Uh, mm-hmm. but m- my problem is 2K games specifically. EA, mm-hmm. uh, Activision, mm-hmm. these companies—they yeah. um, just, this is just them taking advantage of a situation to mm. get more money for the minimum price, and that's that's all this is for yeah. for those companies. But yeah, there, I'm I'm sure yeah. there is an argument to be made for companies for games that don't have microtransactions, <laughs> that don't have collector's editions and stuff like that, right? But. I mean, there's, you know, you can't stop, you can't stop the tide, the rising tide, Andy. It just, it just comes. So, you know, prices are going to go up and that's basically it. That's it? Yeah.
1: That's it. Yeah. Well, we'll see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. If, if we've got to buy less games because each one costs 10 bucks more, then that's the way it goes.
1: That is the way it goes.
0: So, um... Yeah, man. That's it, dude. That, that are, those are, those are the, the news stories
1: of the week. Nice for this week. We had some good ones, dude. Yeah. Some good ones. Some pretty exciting stuff in there, bro.
0: Yeah. I'm Um, looking forward to it. But we do have a, a community question from our good friend BitDead who writes in and says this. Hey guys, I have a question for the show. I've been watching a playthrough of The Last of Us 2. Do you think we'll ever see such an epic game on (laughs)
1: Xbox? Hey, this, we just talked about that, right? This yeah. week, hopefully they give us something. Yeah. Uh, for, for, uh, for, uh, the Xbox, mm-hmm. man. Microsoft gives us something with all those studio acquisitions. I gotta believe that one of them. Yeah. Has, a has a diamond in there somewhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ian, one week from right now, I'll have a definitive answer for you. <laughs> right now, all I've yes. got is I hope so yeah right (laughs) hopefully hopefully yeah Yeah. so i mean i'm feeling um i think it's going to be a really good show honestly on the Mm. 23rd i think it's going to be really good i have the day off so i'll be able to watch it uh if you if you are going to be able to watch it uh jeff keely is doing a pre-show show show, and it's apparently Mm. supposed to be really good and there's also rumors i don't know maybe they're not maybe there are more than rumors at this point, uh, that there's going to be downloadable demos that, that you'll be able to play some of these new games. Now, I don't know which games, right? Nobody knows right now. Maybe people do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, I, I believe there will be third-party publishers uh, and gaming developers involved in what's happening on the 23rd. There will be demos that you could download and just play some of these upcoming games, which sounds awesome. Something that kind of uh, takes the place of being able to go to like E3 and play games there on the show floor. So there's there's a lot going on on Thursday, not just the main show. So if you're interested, check out what Jeff Keeley has on his Game Awards channel. So, uh dude, this is going to be a good week, I hope. We'll yeah, see. for sure. Yeah. So uh thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Andy, thanks for hanging out,
1: buddy. Oh, thanks for having me, bro.
0: And uh, we appreciate everyone who is supporting us on Patreon. Thank you for that. And if you have any feedback for us, just go to GamingAdventureClub.com. All the links are there. And uh, yeah, that's a show. So until next time, my friends, have an adventures week and take care of each other.